Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all are having a wonderful week. I am joined here today um, with Baila Salabu to talk all about astrology with you guys. So if you like astrology or are just generally curious about um, the elements in astrology that are more than just your sun sign horoscope, stick around because that's what this week's episode is all about. Um, Baila, go ahead and say hello to the listeners. Um, this is uh, Baila. We met here in um, Buenos Aires. Uh, we've been hanging out in Argentina for a while. And I was like, wow, what a fun opportunity to talk about astrology. Um, she's super well-educated about Western astrology as well as astrology in general. Um, she started her TikTok account um, to talk about the stars and has had huge success in sharing her knowledge with other people as well. So we're excited to have someone who really knows about this here today because I have wanted to do this for a long time. So it's really good to have somebody uh, who knows their stuff. Um, so tell me about kind of what got you into astrology, like what inspired you to start your TikTok account and where that all started. Mm, okay. I think I have always been really interested in astrology. Like even when I was younger, I would always, or when I had a crush, I would always be like, oh, this is what's their horoscope. What was their sign? Like I would just always look at and research wanting to learn more about myself and the world around me ever since I was little so I think that's where it stemmed from and then as I got more into spirituality and like reading tarot I started to see the similarities and how like astrology tarot numerology how they can all be interconnected and so it just made me even more interested in astrology and that's why I started like my account I started my account initially for like manifesting or just generally spirituality and through that I started talking about more into astrology and so now like the main emphasis of my account is astrology I love that um I for our listeners who like are kind of curious about astrology but they don't know much mm-hmm. what is astrology can you give us a, a basic 101 definition of what it is so i would say that astrology is almost like and i'm going to define it in a more spiritual way just because that's how i interpret it but i think it's a a blueprint of you of a person and how different energies in your life affect you and how based on like the day that you were born how that can impact and how the energy can either change or fluctuate Um, So I think astrology overall is just a way of interpreting the universe and viewing yourself as like a manifestation of the universe in like a small way. You're just like almost a replica of it and how that distinct replica is going to navigate that lifetime. That's what I think it is. I literally love that. That's I've never heard anybody put it like that before. So you would say like. It's more than just your daily horoscope that you read from Cosmopolitan yes. Magazine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like so many people, myself included, like, started off thinking, like, oh, it's just, like, that horoscope thing that I read in the paper that's, like, not even true half the time, like, confirmation bias, whatever. But, like, you view it and lots of people in the spiritual community view it as something spiritual, as something that's not, it's not, like, this uh, tailored um, thing that you can say is, like, a one-size-fits-all situation. Right it's something that's like about the bigger picture and it's used as like a spiritual practice Mm -hmm. that's awesome so like what do you think I guess like going off of that what do you think some misconceptions just general misconceptions that people have about astrology because I feel like Mm -hmm. there's so many like 
Right, like, where do I start? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I think the most common one that I see is that it's just used for predictions. Um, And I think that's more so a sect of astrology called electional astrology, where you use it to predict things that are going to happen, like, in the real world. And so that's what a lot of, um, like, for political things or... That's what people use that for, but that's the biggest misconception is like, oh, this is going to tell me about my future and like, this is my destiny and it's all like grounded and rooted and there's nothing that I can change about it. Like, but I don't think you should let something, it's not fixed is basically what I'm saying. Like, it's not something that is, it's more up to your interpretation and at the end of the day, you're the one, this is your life. Like, Mm -hmm. It's how you go about it, and it's how you use that information. It's not anything that's set in stone. I think that's like the biggest misconception about it. It's not pre- like it's not predetermined. It's not like a your fate's already picked out for you, and it's telling you your fate situation. Yeah, so much as it's like a personal interpretation. Thing. Exactly. Okay. Like I think there are some astrologers <clears throat> that interpret it that way, but I feel like it's not helpful. And like just based on my experience, that if I'm using astrology to learn and to grow. It's not helpful for me to be like, oh, I have all these negative planets in my relationship house. I'm never going to be in a happy relationship. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy if you use it that way, I feel like, in my opinion and in my experience. But Okay, that's um, interesting. Yeah, it really depends. It's also the next misconception I would say is like people really simplify it. It's so much more complex. Like even though I know a lot about astrology, there's so much that I still don't know just because there's so many different versions. There's traditional astrology, there's modern astrology, there's Hellenistic astrology. Like there's so many different ways of interpreting it. And I think when people just see my sun sign horoscope, like you're not even supposed to read horoscopes based on your sun sign. You're supposed to read it based on your rising sign. But I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, like there's just it's so much more complex than I think people like see on the internet or with trends. Wow. Do you think that it's um because like something I've come across a lot? Yeah, like on the internet or with trends, like uh people being like, oh, I don't know, like they don't see that it is so unique to the person, mm-hmm. right? Like it's isn't I don't know much about your birth chart, but. Could you, like, kind of explain how, like, your birth chart, what that is, like, personalized um, in astrology? Like, what is that? Because I feel like people listening to, like, I don't know if you all relate to this, um, but, like, (laughs) being like, oh, people like, oh, yeah, your birth chart and this node and that house. And you're like, oh, yes, yes, like, I'm a cancer. (laughs) I don't, I really don't know much else. else. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what, what is that? (laughs) What is your birth chart for the people listening who want to learn? Yes. That's actually a really good question because I think that's a great place to start. So your birth chart is like a snapshot of the sky when you were born, like the moment that you were born. And that snapshot includes where the planets are in terms of the constellations. So you start with 12 houses and each house just represents, just think of like a pizza split up into 12 different parts and each slice represents a different area of your life and then you can have like the condiments or like the pepperoni or whatever (laughs) pepperoni olives whatever you put on top of that pizza represents the planets and so in astrology the sun and moon are considered planets we know like that's not real like in our real world but in astrology in the philosophy of it they are considered planets so 
those planets, the Sun, Moon, Mars, Mercury, Venus, like all those planets that you hear, and Pluto as well, that's gonna be in different slices of that pizza. And depending on where it is and also what sign that it's in, the energy is gonna be is manifested in a different way. So it's really dependent on the person your birth chart, it's just where the planets were based on where you're born and how they interact with each other. Um, so there's different ways they can interact with each other. Like we can get, get into that square yeah. Yeah, opposition, yeah, yeah. like that's even more. But basically the general basis is um, what where the planets were, the signs that they were in. And again, depending on traditional or modern astrology, it could mean different things. Got but, you, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like the basis of it. So when people so say your sun sign, they just say, what sign, what what constellation was the sun passing through on the day that you were born? That's what they mean by your sun sign. And that hardly, like, is even a small fraction of, like, the big picture of a birth chart, technically. Right, it's... Okay. Yeah, there's a lot more, I would say, that goes into it. It's not just your sun sign or even, like, your moon sign. I think your moon sign is important, yeah, but I think it's important yeah. to look at it as, like, a holistic, through a holistic lens because it's really so much that goes into it. The... um the big three that we hear about all the time, right? Like the sun, moon, rising. Um, how would you break those down? Just like for mm. a beginner, because this is something that's like super complicated yeah. and big picture. And for someone who's just trying to be like, oh, like these are my big three. I just want to know like the basics of astrology and like be able to like talk about it at a dinner party. Mm -hmm. um, what do those three represent? Mm, I think a good analogy, <laughs> I just, I love analogies. So. It's super helpful. The pizza thing. I was like, you guys can't see us, but I was like nodding my head and watching her as she like drew a pizza with her hands to understand. I was like, ah, yes. They're helpful. Okay. So another one is if you think of it like a gift. So your sun sign is like the shape of that gift, like the, your ego, basically. And your rising sign would be like the wrapping paper, how that gift is presented to the outside world, like how people are going to see it face front right off the bat. They're going to see the wrapping paper. They're going to see the color. And that's your rising sign. It's just almost how you present yourself to the world and how, how you also go about the world. Um, and your moon sign, I think, is the gift on the inside. And so that's really who you are, your emotional identity, your subconscious, the part of you that a lot of people close to you are going to see because it's like, again, it's different from the sun, which is that ego which is related to the rising sign and how like you present yourself. But I think the rising sign is a little bit more performative in a way where it's like, it's how you see the world and how kind of like how your energy is manifested in the world and how you interact with the world, like the face that you put on. But the moon sign is like, that's really who you are. That's who you are at the subconscious at the core. And nobody's really going to see that until they, open the gift <laughs> huh. that's actually really interesting because I've always like been uh I don't know curious about that like my sun sign um I've always just like related to it my whole life but I'm always like oh there's this part of me that's like completely different mm -hmm. that like I don't relate to that like that makes no sense that they're telling me I'm only right. mushy gushy whatever I'm like oh okay maybe that's the moon sign at work right I guess like another question I have mm -hmm. what do you know and this is not to like um I don't know, you don't have to go like super in depth with it or anything, but like historical roots 
of astrology because I know that there's all these different kinds like Mm -hmm. and I've also heard that they go all the way back to like biblical times like there's references of it in the bible yeah stuff like that like it used to be completely different than the way we view it now like what kinds of things do you know about that generally I know it's a very broad question but yeah I think the history of astrology is interesting so it all started with Mesopotamia and that was astrology was their form of astronomy and that's like basically where it's derived from but it also has like greek influences with the different zodiac signs and like the different gods like for example i believe venus is also represented by the god of isis so i think as the world developed different as different cultures kind of it spread with astrology they all kind of added their parts into it like with the greeks and then also in islam too with like arabs like there's so many different that's why there's so many different versions because it's almost been passed around through so many different cultures and so many different cultures have their own way of doing it and interpreting it like even in africa that's a whole other thing just different tribes have their own way of interpreting the stars but i would say like our general knowledge of astrology comes from like the mesopotamian times um but i think it's also interesting to look at it as a philosophy because it's always been a way for like people to connect with the gods or to connect with spirit or i guess whatever you believe in or whatever anyone believes in but some sort of like higher power and through different even religions i think it's interesting with even christianity like with that it's just like a different version of the same thing yeah yep i'd be saying this all the time yeah that's exactly what i so i think every culture has an interpretation of it that um really when you boil it down it's to the same thing as almost our way of um how we are manifestations of spirit i love that what i would say that's really cool because yeah the reason that i talk about like this specifically on this podcast like a little bit about like well and where these the we want to talk about like spirituality and how it relates to your like journey in bettering yourself like on the planet and astrology today I feel like has become almost yeah almost this like clickbaity yeah. cosmopolitan magazine like what's your horoscope of the week and it's all fun I don't don't get me wrong I look at that mm-hmm. um me too girl yeah but, <laughs> but it's like yeah sc- I scroll through those TikToks but at the same time like I know that it is just a tool for something yes. to like help you practice your spirituality mm-hmm. whatever like form that takes and I was curious like what um just like what kinds of things you do to help like practices and what things you do with the stars like help you kind of in your spiritual journey that you might recommend to others yeah um personally yeah i really like the point about that it's a tool because i think the way that it's branded right now it's definitely stemming from this capitalistic view where if i make it more than a tool then people feel like they need like oh i need this or this means this about me and so then they're gonna buy this but i think again astrology tarot they're all tools for your overall like spiritual journey and path and i think it should be treated like that and so um i don't look at my horoscope like every single day um how I use astrology in terms of like a spiritual way is 
basically I really look at the major transits, like the major long-term transits, especially like things that are going to be happening with Saturn or like my personal planets transits that I know are going to affect me long-term. And I think it's, I use it as something to keep in mind. And then I also use my intuition, like, because there are some times where it is a full moon and I know some people like to do different spiritual practices, which I do, depending on the moon cycle, just because that's what I feel most connected to. And um, that's a whole other thing that I can get into, just like what that looks like. But um, generally, I would say sometimes people are like, oh, this is the moon to like manifest. But again, it's different for everybody because it's, it's depending on your chart and also on how I feel. If I, if I don't feel like I'm not, it's not a good time for me to manifest or bring in something new, even if it's like a new moon or full moon, I'm not going to. I'm going to focus on more so healing. So I think it's important to combine your own intuition and use astrology again as a tool. Like, yes, this moon is in this sign and it's in this part of my house. And so depending on that, that's how I'm gonna like go about it. So if I feel like I need to heal, I'll look to astrology like, okay, based on the aspects and the transits, what is gonna be most beneficial for me to heal right now? Or like, if I feel like I wanna manifest something or cause something new into my life, then I'll kind of look to the astrology like, what is the most, what makes more sense right now based on my chart and based on my intuition? And then that's when we get into the witchy, I love it. I love that. I just really like that too because I feel like, yeah, like y'all, I don't know if you relate to this seeing constant, like, yeah, constant content where it's like, oh, like it's a new moon. Make sure to like grab a pink candle and write 60 times that you love money and it'll fall. Or he loves you. He loves you. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. But like, I don't know. It's like, right, there is no rules. There's no rules. And at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a tool for you to be able to have some guidance right. from not only just like uh, the astrology and what it is today and how it takes like shape today, but also it's almost like a way to connect to like the guidance of your ancestors and the guidance mm-hmm. of people who have passed through time and learned about the stars and have all this like right. knowledge to offer us. So yeah, in that sense, like it is an incredible tool and I, I totally relate to that because it's like... I don't know, like my 21st birthday falls on a full moon this year. Ooh. And I per- I usually don't drink on full moons because I'm always like, oh, mm-hmm. like Girl. crazy energy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what my intuition says when the time right. comes. I'm not going to feel the need to like, I don't know, not drink because it's right. a full moon. Like there are no rules. But also like if I'm not feeling it, I'll exactly. go feral the next weekend. So it just like <laughs> completely depends. Um I guess I would say, how can listeners like today, people who are here, like as part of our community who are curious, mm-hmm. um, how can they begin to incorporate in- astrology into their lives? Like the best, best place to start for a beginner, so to say, if you're like, go here for some advice mm-hmm. or like, this is a really good place to start. I don't know. What would you say? I would say to learn as much as you can about your rising sign if it's your birth chart that you want to understand because that's what forms the entire chart your rising sign because the sign that it's in is going to determine what the rest of the signs are and so the planets that are in those signs is also important so i think learning as much as you can about your rising sign is a good place to start and in terms of like self-discovery healing I really think that your Chiron placement, that's an asteroid. Um, in Greek mythology, Chiron is like the wounded healer. And so basically just represents 
the, the part of you where your deepest pain is. And so I think that's just an incredible part of your chart to look at. And I always recommend people, if you want to learn more about yourself and like, so because at the end of the day, we all want to be like closest to the most authentic version of ourselves. And a lot of times when you don't heal or you have trauma or wounds or pains, it refrains you from doing that. And I think a lot of times it comes down to like, a lot of our wants and desires, like, oh, I want to manifest this, I want to manifest this. I feel like it also comes from a place of a lack or a pain in a certain area. So that's why I like to learn about that Chiron placement because, oh, will it trigger your shadow work and wounds just to learn about that part of you. And so I think I would approach it first before even looking at predictions or like or even the best time or days to manifest. I would approach learning about astrology more so about learning about yourself. I would start it off like that because I think that will help you down down the road when you want to like predict better things for yourself or if that's your interest or like know when to manifest different things if that's your interest or just know um, just whenever the best time is to do things. But again, I think the most important part is self-discovery. And so I would approach it with that. And again, the rising sign, the Chiron sign, and just basically how those planets are interacting with each other. That's really cool. I did not know about the Chirons. Now I want to go see what mine is like after this. Because I don't know. I I guess, yeah, a lot of the time I find myself like uh, taking advice from people on the internet. Like, yeah, like you said, like, oh, it's a new moon. Like, mm-hmm. make sure to like do this, this and this. But it's like, it's different for each person. And the yeah. best way to build that, you're saying, for someone who's curious about that, is to learn about your birth chart. Right. And also practice like like we always talk about on here like practicing tapping into your intuition in Mm -hmm. lots of other ways that can help you like build that that's really cool and I guess like the last thing I wanted to ask like some of the things like I guess the biggest benefits that you have had from learning about astrology oh oh my goodness okay (laughs) number one I think the biggest benefit that I have seen is one healing like learning about myself and learning about like sometimes the thing about shadow work or just learning about yourself it's hard to figure out what's in my subconscious or my unconscious like that's the whole point it's unconscious and so when you read about something that really resonates and you can use that as a pinpoint okay this really resonates how can i debrief more from there so i think that has been the most helpful like using astrology just to learn more about my own trauma and like pain but i also think in terms of um business too that jupiter i really recommend anyone who's just trying to like bring good things to you jupiter just by sometimes i think the placements that you have when we have those traumas and those pains we don't act in a way that's aligned with our like i said our authentic self and there are parts of your chart that show what's right for you and what's more authentic and so aligning more with that actually i have noticed brings a lot of like blessings into my life so for example my jupiter is in cancer and and it's in my second house so second house is your house of like finances your wealth your values your possessions and so i know that i manifest or i bring more wealth and opportunities into my life when i'm attached to my emotions or like 
when I have a sense of home, when I have a sense of security, like, and I've noticed that in my life, like, girl, when I'm home and I feel like I'm in my nurturing environment, I'm surrounded by the people that I love, and I'm, I give myself space to tune into, like, my emotions and my spirituality, just because that's what Cancer represents and that's what the Jupiter sign is in, I just, I would, like, make so much money in my sleep. And it's interesting that that's in the house of my finances. So that's just an example of how like you can use astrology to bring things into your life by again aligning more with. Because I know authentically being connected with my emotions is it, that's just why I'm like I am a very sensitive person. But like through trauma and pains or whatever, that part of me has been kind of like cast away. But I notice the more I connect with that, also the more abundance I see in my life. But that's personal to me in my chart, and so I think that aligned with the healing is like the biggest things that i have seen in my astrology chart and also for people who want to know more about like their career like your 10th house and your north node just again learning more about that and sometimes it is a lot of times it is really accurate and that's the authentic version of you and so i think when you use it to align with the part of you that has always been there but because of what you've gone through it's just like Damn, where yeah, yeah, it's like buried and it helps you kind of uncover that. And so then you notice a lot of blessings in your life. And so, yes, that's what I think are the huge things in my life personally that I've noticed with astrology. That is really cool. Thank you for thank you for doing this. And thank you for teaching like me so much. This is I'm so grateful to like have Byla here with us um, just because I personally I don't know enough about this to like give like great advice on it so I'm just like really stoked that I don't know stoked to have like all of this knowledge in one place um thank you all for joining in today thank you Byla for coming um don't forget to check out her TikTok it will be in the description um with the podcast and as always leave us a review if you like it um come hang out with me send me an email of stuff you want to see um let me know how you guys liked the affirmations last week um because that was super fun to publish. I did that with like the Taurus new moon. So there we go. Some astrology stuff for us. Um, Some astrology (laughs) stuff for us. Um, So yeah, and I will talk to all of you next week. Take care. Bye. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you're already enough just as you are.